folks, it's Jeff back for another episode of the Real Person Real Needs podcast. Sorry about the delay in getting the episode out this week, but hopefully you'll stay tuned for the next 20 minutes or so as we talk about defying the label makers and fighting against being labeled, uh, which is something that we struggle with all over the place because people are constantly trying to define us, put us in their box um, of how they can react to us, how they can understand where we're coming from. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, But before we get to that, I just wanted to follow up. I did get some feedback again, and I always try to honor and and, uh, show my support and my appreciation for those that reach out to me. This is from Chris. Again, we mentioned him on the last episode uh, who had launched his own podcast about PTSD, and uh, I gave him a shout-out last week. So he, he replied again in response to my episode talking about making enemies, having strong convictions, and he said, just listen to your podcast, couldn't agree more. You sounded like you really got into some stuff this week. That's an understatement, but yes. Uh, thanks for the shout-out, for listening. I really appreciate it. Just wanted to say thanks and keep up the good work. So uh, for those of you that listen, I'd love to hear from you. Always, You're always welcome to contact me. You can either go to the website, realpersonrealneeds.com, or you can email me directly at jeff at realpersonrealneeds.com. So I sent out, uh, for those of you that subscribe to my, subscribe to my newsletter, I sent out this uh, post uh, kind of, I mentioned it last week. I I had made my my debut, my theater debut, and now I've since uh, performed several times, and uh, it's an exciting thing. So I sent out an email to my you know, subscriber list about you know how this was another step on the journey, and how sometimes people don't understand and and are outspoken about uh, their concern that I mix these worlds of theater and real estate and musicianship and all this different stuff that I do. And if you go on my website, you'll see at the heading, it says entrepreneur, actor, musician, blogger. I could also add podcast host, uh, teacher, writer, whatever. I could add a number of things because there's not one thing that defines me. I could put father, husband, uh, jokester, class clown, uh, moody, uh, individual, however you want to say it. There are so many different aspects to my personality, so many different um, perspectives uh, when you meet me. And the problem is, and people always say, oh, you got to make a a first impression. And it's because people tend to lean towards the first impression as their complete understanding of who you are as a person – and they're not willing to open up their mind to see uh, all of the baggage, all of the flaws, all of the character traits, everything, and accept you uh, for who you are. They want to accept you for who they perceive you to be. And I just found that very interesting, and that's something that I personally do not as- ascribe to. Um, that's not to say that I don't give people... Um, I don't misjudge people or label them in myself, but I think it's something that we definitely want to be careful of. Um, and you know, another label that I often have is being a dreamer and, and, you know, there's the people that are practical, the type A people and they, the funny thing about type A people is that they think that their way of looking at the world is the right way. Just like any other type of person thinks that their, their way is the right way, um, you know, for me, I'm I'm very impractical in a lot of the things that I make. Just read my past uh, blog posts about how I've gotten into this new career 
and I'm pursuing these things and trying to change the world and having all these grand goals and things like that. Um, and that makes the type A person kind of twitch a little bit. They don't understand how to deal with that. Um, but I believe that God created both the practical and the impractical. And if you, if you study God, at least the, uh, the God that I believe in, the, the, the Christian God that's outlined in the Bible, uh, the impractical is the way he does business. Now for me, I'm married to a very practical person. My wife is perfect for me because she balances me out, my impracticality, um, while I'm drifting in the clouds up like an untethered balloon, my wife has a hold of me and keeps me grounded in a good way. So I believe that each of us has a little bit of the impractical and the practical, and it's really about who wins out. But that impracticality can take on many shapes. That practicality can take on many shapes and forms. Um, I just think that people, and, and I've heard it in the past, and people, they're like, oh, well, you, you don't want people to not take you seriously. Because they're not going to trust you with their real estate needs if they see that you're also pursuing X, Y, and Z. And I think that's kind of a sh- – I, I disagree with that. I think that's kind of a shallow understanding. And to be honest, if, if that's how people see me, if they only see me as real estate guy, then they're not knowing who I am as a person. And the whole purpose of this podcast and the mission that I have is authenticity, generosity, real person, real needs – and how that is lacking, especially in the real estate industry, but it's lacking in a number of industries and and in our society as a whole. So I don't want to have this persona that I put on or this hat that I wear, and then people never know the real me. Conversely, if I am, you know, trying to uh, put myself out there, I have to understand that that will alienate some people. And I can't have it both ways. I can't appeal to everyone and be authentic because there's going to be some parts of me that people don't like. So you have to, in your own life, weigh out what's more important to you. Are you more interested in mass appeal or are you more interested in um, people knowing the real you? And those things, they can, you know, if you're fortunate enough to have a personality that's pretty uh, tame or pretty mild, and you can appeal to a lot of people by just being yourself, that's great. Um, some people have a polarizing personality. I think I'm one of those people um, because I I zig when people think I'm going to zag or when people think that I'm going to be on board with something just because everybody else is, I tend not to be. Uh, and that's that could be seen as a flaw by some. By others, it could be seen as a a strengthened character. So it depends on the perspective you're coming from. And that's why labels don't work. That's why when we try to confine ourselves to one area of life, whether it be a realtor or a lawyer or a doctor, then that's only the, that's what you do. That's not who you were created to be. There's a difference there because a lot of people have a job that they do and that provides for them, and they get, um, they feel satisfaction that comes from that. They feel that they are uh, using the skills that they have to benefit others. And then there's those people that have just those jobs that you know that's not what you were created to be. There's nothing wrong with mingling those two things. I wasn't created to be a real estate agent. However, that's what I do. 
That's how I provide for my family. But in doing that, I've positioned myself to be able to reach greater levels of um, creativity, shall I say. I, I use my creative forces to do the podcast or write blogs or make videos, whatever it may be. And that allows me to exercise that that other part, the impractical part. <laughs> um, I also obviously am pursuing acting. And that the, one of the reasons I got into real estate was to pursue that because I didn't feel that – I felt like I was wilting on the vine. I had these skills and these desires and I wasn't able to pursue them with the gusto that I truly wished to. And real estate has allowed me to do that. Now, do I want to hide that from people and be like this secret actor? It's this thing that I do on the side. I personally don't think I should have to do that. Um, if that makes people not want to work with me because they think that I don't take my real estate business seriously, well, all they need to do is read and listen to the podcast and go to my website and see how seriously I take it because I'm creating content from scratch for that very purpose. So that that argument could go out the window if people want to actually dig deep. And that's why, you know, again, labels are dangerous because pe- some people want to take what they see at first glance and just paint you with that brush. And that's not really what I'm I'm excited about. That's not what I want to do. That's not what I want to have done to me. But the problem is, is that I can't control how people perceive me. I can control how I act, how I think, and how I behave. And I have to leave the rest up to God and to those people. Unfortunately, that's easier said than done. But the temptation always comes when you're in specific groups, specific areas of your life, whether you you volunteer somewhere and it's totally different than what you do for your job, you adapt to those environments because you are labeled by those people a certain way. So you have to meet up to that expectation instead of just being a person who does X, Y, and Z. And that was one of the things that really came out of this whole uh, epiphany that I had when I decided to launch the podcast and Real Person Real Needs really started to take shape was that I felt that my life was segregated, for lack of a better term. It was compartmentalized. I had the the pursuit of the performing arts on one side. I had the practical gotta earn a living on the other side. Then I had uh, you know, the service that I was doing, the volunteer work and that kind of stuff. And these were all different parts of me. And I had friends in all different areas and I felt like I was trying to adapt to each and I had to put on different hats instead of just being Jeff Desiato, who does real estate, acting, music, uh, church, uh, you know, has a family, all these things and being consistent in all those things. It really was an eye opening experience. That's why I, I used to have my real estate website and I used to have this website and that website. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to do that anymore. If you actually go to my website, you'll see that the, the parent site is just my name, Jeffrey Desiato, and it has entrepreneur, actor, musician, blogger, and you can see all the different parts of my life. For, for instance, under musician, I have I do a duet with my dad, and we play music regularly. I also was in an original rock band with my brothers. I do uh, YouTube cover songs with my wife. I do a lot of different things in the musical genres, and it's fun. It's creative. I've been given that gift, so I want to use it. And people can explore my website and see that. And that might appeal to some people. 
I also have the acting portion, um, which is amped up more recently, but it has my resume. You can see YouTube videos of my performances, etc. And for those people that are checking me out for that purpose, it's there for them. They can also see the entrepreneurs, ugh, entrepreneur, that's such a hard word to say, entrepreneurial side where it has my real estate business, the podcast, uh, you know, the content that I create, the business model that Desi Auto Homes has. And then I also have the blogs that I write. Um, and people can access that. And again, people may go on there and say, what is all this? Like, why is he not? I just want to see the real estate stuff. Well, when you're working with me, this is who you, this is what you get. I want people to know what they're in for. I want people to expect the unexpected in a, in a sense. But what I realized, and I was talking to my wife about this because I feel like we, we battle with this because she's often labeled as because she's with me. They, people see me, I'm the outspoken one. I'm the loud one in the relationship they they put us together as though because I'm kind of a hot mess, she must be too, which is completely wrong. She is such a practical thinker and is so on top of things. And people will try to befriend her to fix her or to make her into something that they want her to be or they envision her being instead of just allowing her to be her and allowing me to be me. People love projects, and then when they label other people, they start to try to want to fix you or to bring you to another level because everybody envisions themselves as having all the answers for everyone else. Hey, I think I do for everybody listening to this podcast. That's one of the reasons I do it is because I feel like I have a unique perspective on things. You can take it and throw it in the trash for all I care. If it's not speaking to you, then it's not worth listening to. But I know there are some people that listen that say, hey, like this is fresh. This is something I haven't heard before, something a way I haven't thought about things before. And they can take uh, the meat and spit out the bones, I guess, for lack of a better term. Even if there's stuff that I say they don't agree with or, or, or the path of my life that I've taken that they don't agree with, that's fine. But if there's anything that I say that speaks to them, they can take that part and use it and hopefully better themselves and better the lives of those around them as a result of applying those principles that I've learned through trial and error. And I'm still learning and I continue to learn and I always encourage those of you that listen to the podcast to get out there and learn and to educate yourselves and not to take what's said to you as gospel, but to actually go and do the work yourself and find out what you believe and what your strong convictions are. And guess what? It's better to stand up for something than to uh, have no leg to stand on. And oftentimes when you're standing up for something, it means that you're standing alone. We talked about that on the last episode, but there's a danger to being labeled. And for me, I, I see it and I experience it on a daily basis. I get labeled as someone who doesn't have a defined path or a dabbler or a jack of all trades Um and they never say master of none, but they say jack of all trades, but it's insinuated the rest of the phrase is jack of all trades, master of none. So they they use that in a derogatory way to insult my ability to do my best in every area because they think that it takes me away from this or that. Well, that's okay if they want to label me that way. Oftentimes people see me, and, and we talked about this on the last episode about how I am outspoken when I feel... Uh, strongly about something and they call me, you know, they see me as a troublemaker. So when there's the one dissenting voice, oftentimes that voice is, is silenced 
even if that voice actually is the bravest voice in the room because they're willing to contradict what everybody is accepting. But um, as you know, you know, one of my visions for, for what I'm doing is understanding why I've been placed on this earth, what tools and gifts I've been given to have a positive effect on those around me, in my, my local neighborhood, my family, and globally. And there's a quote that goes around the internet, meme, whatever you want to call it, and it says, no one ever changed the world without first being labeled a troublemaker. And I can really <laughs> cling to that because if you are not going to stir up trouble, you're not going to affect change in anything. Because status quo is just that. It's people going with the flow. It's going downstream. But the world needs those that are willing to fight and go upstream against the current, against the flow, in order to affect real change. The trailblazers are often the ones that die trying to get there. <laughs> Not to make it really morbid and serious. But the people who are on the front lines that are forging ahead are often sacrificing themselves so that other people can follow in their path. How many failed attempts to fly around the world were there? How many uh, failed attempts? I mean, you know, we talked about it on a previous podcast, but Apollo 13, you know, uh, you know, they landed on the moon and they tried to get back and there were, there were you know, Apollo 1, um, where there was uh, a fire that destroyed and killed the, the astronauts, all those things. There's always going to be those that are seen as trying to do something that people hadn't done before. And people don't know how to handle those things. They don't know what to do with somebody who doesn't fit into a neat and tidy box. For me, most people just want me to be a realtor 24-7. They want me to post you know, on social media about the real estate trends. They want me to send emails about the houses that are on the market. It's what makes everybody comfortable because they can say, Jeff, realtor. Uh, but, you know, for instance, when I'm on a stage, I'm a professional actor and that's how I see myself in that moment. And that's how the people in the audience see me. But you know what I think? I just think I'm me. My wife and I were talking about it. You know, whether I'm, I'm playing a comedic role or a dramatic role, she said she sees it in a different way because she just sees me because we know each other intimately and we have accepted each other flaws and warts and all. She doesn't see me as husband or as father for my children or as realtor or actor. She sees me, the person who I am, the real me. So her enjoyment of watching me perform is different than everyone else in the world. Because she knows who I really am. And it's not that she can't enjoy it. It's just it's from a different perspective. And I find that really interesting. And, and the sad thing is, is that we don't have more relationships that reflect that. Not that we should have more husband-wife relationships. That's not what I'm saying. But we are not comfortable being truly ourselves with those around us. We always feel the need to wear hats and to to satisfy the label that has been placed on us. I'm always going to be me. The problem is, is when you just try to be yourself, someone somewhere is going to try to label you and put you in a box. For me, 
I don't even call myself a real estate agent or a realtor. I say I'm an entrepreneur in the real estate industry because oftentimes labels have negative connotations. I talk about that regularly uh, in the blog posts and my social media posts on the podcast is that the real estate agent, for some people who have had bad experiences, that can have a bad taste in their mouth. Just like when people talk about their heavenly father, if they've had a terrible father on this earth, it's hard for them to see God as their father because they don't have a box to put that in because we think in compartments. Uh, for those of us that, you know, those who, they, lawyers get a bad rap because of the negative connotations of those who are greedy and those that get guilty people uh, proven innocent. Things like that. But there are plenty of lawyers who are law-abiding, ethical, doing their best to right the wrongs within their industry. Just like there are plenty of real estate agents who are ethical and are doing everything above board to right the wrongs that are done regularly in the real estate industry. The problem is when you wear that label, all that baggage that comes with that label is assigned to you. And that's why labels are dangerous because – you know, even if you want to get into a huge thing when people say black, white, that label, uh, you know, of who you are is a dangerous thing to say I'm white or I'm black or I'm straight or I'm gay. Those labels are dangerous because there's been a lot of mistreatment by blacks at the hands of, uh, I'm sorry, uh, by whites towards blacks. I personally have not done any of that, but it's a sign to me because of the label and vice versa or uh, Christians against gays. And I know I'm getting real heavy here. I'm getting serious, but because I am a Christian and there have been uh, things done towards the gay community that have not shown respect or love, not that we have to agree with everything that they say or do, but it's been done in a negative way. That that is, I am then, I wear that label. And, you know, some labels are, you can't get away from them. You can't not label yourself with that. I am a Christian. I'm unashamed to say it. And I know that there are things that come with that or, or perceptions that are thrown at me. But I would love, I always say, like, before you assume that you understand everything about me, let's have a conversation about a specific issue. Because there are a lot of people that I consider to be in the same label group, I guess, and we, we see things differently, and that's fine. But until you get to know the person behind the label, you don't know what they think. That's why when I choose to market myself or, or put any content out there, it's always coming from me. It's not coming from my business name. When I, get, when I send emails, it says, Jeff Desiato, that's who sent you the email. Because that's who it's coming from, whether it's about my, my theater stuff or my, my real estate stuff, whatever it is, it's not – I'm trying my hardest to keep people from labeling me as one thing or another because I want people to feel comfortable with who I am and know who I am. And that way they can make an honest decision based on that assessment. I'm going to work with this person because I feel like they are sure of who they are. They know what they were created to do, and they're doing it with all their heart, regardless of what that thing is. You know, so if if people see that I am a motivated 
a self-motivated individual and I am driven, I'm going to apply that personality and that motivation to everything that I do. Not just one or two things because it's who I am. It's my character. For lack of a better term, it's the part that I play. But if I hide those parts of my life, they don't really have a full scope or a full perspective on who I am. So they don't, they can't necessarily trust that I'm going to do things the right way. If I put out there on my website videos of my wife and I singing duets with each other, that might trigger something with somebody and say, look at this guy, you know, he's putting himself out there. That's, that's kind of brave or it's courageous or it's insane, whatever it is, but it it triggers and it, and it calls for a response and it calls for an emotion and it triggers it. So I find that when people see the real you, you may make enemies like we talked about last week, but you're standing on who you are, not who you're perceived to be. And that's an important thing. I'm sick of being labeled as a certain type of person. I'm just me. And that's true. And we put labels on ourselves oftentimes, and that limits our own capacity to do things. This is a funny quote. It says, labels are for filing. Labels are for clothing. Labels are not for people. So when people ask you who you are or what you do, I challenge you to share with them what motivates you, the core principles that you live your life by. Then you can tell them what industry you work in or whatever. But for some reason, people say, oh, what's your name? What do you do for a living? Because they believe that that thing defines you. And that's how they can comfortably put you in their box. So they can say, Kathy, uh, real estate agent. Okay, I know what she's about. She's going to be cold calling me and knocking on doors and doing all these things because that's what real estate agents do. Or Tom, car salesman. Oh, he's going to be really slick and he's going to be deceptive and all that kind of stuff. Or um, Joe Plummer. Okay, well, he's going to overcharge me and be late or something. You know, like people have their negative responses to things instead of saying, I'm Joe. And I'm committed, I provide for my family, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I have my own business, I work hard, and I help people with their plumbing you know, needs, whatever it may be. It's a different perspective, it's a different thing, because it allows you to set the expectation and the perception and define who you are, not allow someone else to put that label on you. I hope that makes sense, I hope um, those of you that are listening that enjoy the podcast, can kind of catch on to what I'm saying. I know I tend to just ramble because my thoughts are, I'll just say they're fluid. <laughs> they're coming, and, and as I say something, it triggers another thought, and sometimes it can be a little schizophrenic, so I apologize about that. But what I am unapologetic about is my desire to be real with you on this podcast and for you to hear my thoughts without filter, without um, bias, I guess you would say, and to just hear me. I'm always going to be me, whether that's an entrepreneur, an actor, a musician, or an overall hot mess, which is more often than not the case. (laughs) And that's fine by me because I know I'm just being me. And it took a long time for me to get there. I was someone who lived, my entire motivation was to make sure that people were happy with me and that I was pleasing people. 
and that they saw the best version of me. And I said, you know what? That's too hard. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I can't live into my 30s with the same idea of how to believe and how to act in public as I did when I was 17 years old. That's not a very healthy, mature way of living. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to be me. And if I lose friends, I lose friends. If I make new ones, so be it. People are going to know what I'm all about. And that's hopefully how I continue to live my life. So friends, I really appreciate you listening. Hopefully you got something out of this. And uh, if you have, I'd love for you to review the podcast on iTunes. Send us a review that way. You can also email me, Jeff, G-E-O-F-F, at realpersonrealneeds.com. Check out the website. Subscribe to my my newsletter, my e-newsletter, however you want to do that. If you would like to receive a hard copy, you can send me an email with your mailing address. I'll send you one, no charge. Um... And I just love to be in touch with you guys. So please reach out to me in some way. Follow me at Desiato Homes on Twitter. You can also find me on Facebook. Just search Jeff Desiato, G-E-O-F-F-D-E-S-I-A-T-O. Until next time, get out there and be authentic and be generous in a greedy and a fake world. Godspeed. Godspeed.